We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Time now for New Hope Radio on AM 1100 KFAX. This program is the radio ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship in Hayward, a place of healing and restoration. Now here's today's message of hope. Amen. 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 Let's get our Bibles and let's lift them up high or your holy Androids or your holy iPhones, whatever you use. Come on. And say this with me. Say, thy word, thy word have, I hid in my heart have I hid in my heart that I might not, I might not sin, sin against, thee. against thee. Come on, one more time. Thy word, thy word have, I hid in my heart have I hid in my heart that I might not, might not sin, sin against thee. Against thee. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Open your Bible. Let's go right back to Matthew, the sixth chapter. Matthew 6, we were talking about it last week. We were talking about, you know, when Jesus began to teach his disciples, those that were called to serve alongside of him, when they said, teach us to pray the way you pray. What they were really saying was, Lord, we want to have impact and we want to walk in authority And we want to walk in power the way you do. And we want to have communion with the Father the way you have communion with the Father. So teach us to pray and to communicate with the Father the way you do. I believe that's still going on today. Lord, teach me as a man, to have communion with the Father the way you do. The way you do. And we, when we dove into our, uh, the scripture at the ninth verse of Matthew 6 last night, last week, and it said this, Jesus said, when you pray, do this. He said, first, say, our Father who is in heaven hallowed be your name or recognize the sovereignty of God. Now, I want you to see this because Jesus wasn't saying have a prayer life. He was saying, let this be your life. Because if you let it be your life, then what's coming out of you is how you see God. And if what's coming out of you is how you see God, then the reflection of who he is will begin to resonate through your life. And you won't just be uttering words. You won't just be saying words. They will not be just words without power because literally what's coming out of you is really what you believe. He is my Lord and Savior. He is my protector. He is my shield and my buckler. He is my high tower. He is the one who goes before me. 
In him I live, move, and have my being. He is. And see, anything that come, comes against that and exalts itself against the knowledge of who God is in my life, I'm supposed to cast it down. And not allow it to rise above who God is. So many believers are allowing things to rise above who God is in their lives. And they wonder, man, why am I feeling defeated? Why am I feeling so messed up? Why is this happening and that is happening? I don't feel like myself. This is bad. Why? Because they're allowing something that is being said or something that is happening in their life to rise above what God God has said about you through him. In him I live. In him I move. And in him I have my being. So when I say, God, you are, hallelujah, the almighty one. I'm not just uttering that with my mouth. I'm living it out in my life. When I say you're my provider, I'm not just singing a song or uttering it through words. I'm literally living it out in my life that God is my provider. He is my shepherd. He is my light and my salvation. He is the strength of my life. I don't have to be afraid and I don't have to be fearful. The enemy wants me to walk in fear because he knows the word of God. And the word of God says, and the fearful and the unbelieving shall have their place in the lake that burns with fire. So the enemy wants me to be fearful and unbelieving, but I rebuke the devil right now. I'm not going to be fearful. Why? Because God has not given me the spirit of fear, but he's given me power, love, and a sound mind. And through the cross, I'm forgiven. My past is forgiven. My present is forgiven. And my future, hallelujah, is already secured in him. I no longer live in fear. I live in authority. So much so where I can speak those things that are not as though they already are. I can speak healing. I can speak deliverance over my family. I can speak, hallelujah, prosperity over my children. I can speak those things that are not. I'm, listen, not, listen, listen, when I get there, I'm not talking about what I've been through. We got a lot of Christians talk, oh, well, you know, I didn't been through this, and I didn't been through that, and I didn't been through this, and you know I didn't been through that, and I didn't been through this. Yes, you've been through it, but guess what? Jesus died that you might have life, and that much more abundantly, so look at those things that you have gone through and say I'm more than a conqueror through Christ that loved me say that say I am loved loved. see until you realize that men realize you're loved women realize you're loved Because if you realize your love, you won't look for it through people. Now, now, no, no, no. Listen, don't get me wrong. Husbands love your wives. <laughs> you didn't tell me I look good today. Didn't Jesus tell you? <laughs> you need to. No, 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 no. 
No, love your wife. Wives, love your husband. Don't even talk about him behind his back. I know sometimes we can be crazy. I know sometimes we can just get sideways on you. But when you get with your girlfriends and they go, girl, what's wrong with your husband? Ain't nothing. He's a man of God. Let's begin to build one another up and lift up one another. Why? Because we know who God has said we are. And if we're not yet there, we can speak those things that are not as though they already are. So hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. So we're going to deal with the 10th verse today. The 10th verse of Matthew 6. Look what it says. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let me say it again. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let me let me give some rules or some principles here. All right, number 1, the kingdom of God is not meat or drink. But it is righteousness, joy and peace revealed by the Holy Spirit. Let me say that again, because I'm going to take you to some scriptures, and it's going to blow your mind, because some of you, you know, are going to get some freedom today. Some of you are going to get some healing today, because you're going to understand the sovereignty of God. You're going to understand. And he said this in Ephesians 3, he says, once you understand my love over your life, once you understand who I am for you, uh, in you and through you, then you'll ask, and it shall be given, exceeding abundantly above all that you can even imagine. But the first step is I got to know how much he cares about me. All right. And I got to know the process that God is taking me through. All right. So the kingdom of God is not the tangible. As a matter of fact, let me blow Christians minds. The Bible says and God reigns on the just as well as the unjust. So we can't brag about the tangible because the unjust has the same thing. And if we brag about the tangible, then they can stand up and say, well, I must be saved too. I must be blessed too, because I got the same thing that you got. As a matter of fact, I got more than what you got. So if we base salvation and blessings on the sides of the house, then the unjust can brag that they're more blessed than us. If we base salvation and deliverance and prosperity on the sides of the car, then the unjust can brag that they are more blessed than we are. If we base prosperity and, and, and what God is doing on the job and the salary that comes with it, then the unjust can say, well, I'm more blessed than you because I make more money than you. But the kingdom of God is not meat or drink. But it's righteousness, joy, and peace revealed by the Holy Spirit. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it. And the world can't take it away. I have peace that surpasses all understanding. Hallelujah. So I can live in a house and not see the house as my end all. My end all is the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, 
honey, I can have the job, but the job is not my end all. My end all is the Lord Jesus Christ. I can have the car, but the car is not my end all. My end all is the Lord Jesus Christ. I can have the relationship, but the relationship is not my end all. My end all is the Lord Jesus Christ. So the Holy Spirit is going to reveal some things, Jeremy, in your life, but he's going to take you through things you don't want to go through. Well, let me prove it to you. Go to Matt. Go, go, go two chapters over. Turn left to the fourth chapter of Matthews. Look at this. Look at this. The fourth chapter of Matthews. Let me bless you with this before we dive into even more scripture. Look what it says here. Fourth chapter of Matthew says, then Jesus, then Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. I don't know why I'm going through this. Embrace it and say, God, you're going to bring me out as gold. Don't just sing the song, Erica, you was on it today, I tell you. Burn me beautiful. Burn me lovely. Burn me righteous and holy. But, oh, God, that hurts. <laughs> Don't do me like that, Jesus. God said, when I get through, when I allow this thing to finish its process, you're going to be more than a conqueror. You're going to understand that you're the head and not the tail. You're going to understand that you're, listen, that you're blessed going in and coming out. You're going to understand that I am your shepherd. Hallelujah. You're going to understand that goodness and mercy follows you all the days of your life. You're going to understand these things. Why? Because you've got to go through it to embrace it. But some of us are still living in the go through rather than the come out. You want me to say it again? Yes, I done been through some things. Yes, I done done some things. Yes, I've experienced some things. Yes, I've been lied on. Yes, I've been cheated on. Yet, but I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about how he kept me. Hallelujah. In my right mind. Hallelujah. Yeah, I can talk about what I've been through. And we can have a good meal over what I've been through. But oh, but man, I came out of that thing. Or I'm coming out of that thing. Why? Because God allowed me to go through it to make me who I am. Look what he says here. He look at this. Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the, I don't know why I'm in this wilderness. You have been led into it so that your ministry can be solidified and perfected. Look at this. Led into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after he had gone without food for 40 days and 40 nights, he became hungry. And then the tempter came. Don't he know right when to come? He knows when to come and mess with you and torment you and and lie to you and make you feel like you're inadequate and make you feel like you're nothing. He knows when to come right when you're hungry. 
hungry for attention, starving for affection. He knows right when to come. Why? Because he is a deceiver. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Woo! Woo! But Jesus endured the tempter so that we have a blueprint on how to go through everything we go through. If you read that chapter, you'll realize that everything that Jesus went through in the temptation, he based his answer on the word of God. If you don't have the word of God in you, you're not going to make it. If you listen, if you're looking for a book. If you're looking for a revival, if you're looking for a man to say something, I mean, some people just show up. They're like, you know what? I'm just looking for somebody to tell me who I am. Man, you better get into the word of God because the word of God will reveal who you are and what God is doing in your life. Hallelujah. And once God reveals it to you, nobody can take it away. See, look at this. Now, when Jesus went through the temptation and Jesus came out of it by speaking the word of God back to the devil and rebuking the devil through the word of God, look at the 17th verse. Because when we talk about your kingdom come, we're about to understand what Jesus is talking about here. Look at the 17th verse. It says, from that time, Jesus began to preach and say, repent. Or change your inner self, your old way of thinking, your regrets and past sins. Your live your life in a way that proves repentance. Seek God's purpose for your life, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So when we talk about your kingdom come we're not talking about all of this mega that we see mega church mega ministries no 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 i want mega christ it's not about what we're doing inside of the building it's what we're doing outside of the building and how we're living our life why because he's changing me from the inside out anybody can act saved at church Anybody can act save the church. Oh man, we holy at ch- spirit fingers and all. Just we know how to act holy at church. We know how to be righteous at church. We know how to keep our tongue at church. But can we do it when we're not at church? Albert, I know how to not talk about you at church. Because while I'm at church, it will look awkward for me to be talking about you. But it's when I get home, am I talking about you? He said, if I change, if you're really living in the kingdom, you're changed on the inside. Man, we know how to act married when our wives are right there. <laughs> it's just... 
They can walk by and your eyes just straight ahead like, raise God. <laughs> and your wife is like, <laughs> and you did like, hey, hi. is that? Did you see that? No, no, baby. I didn't see nothing but you. I didn't see nothing but you. But can you act that way when they're not around? Woo! Hallelujah. Glory to God. Why? I've been changed on the inside. Why? Because I'm living in the kingdom. My thinking has changed. Why? Because I'm living in the kingdom. I'm no, living, I'm no longer living in regret. Why? Because I'm living in the kingdom. My life has been changed. Why? Because I'm living in the kingdom. God's purpose over my life and the assignment that I'm walking in is my hope and my truth. Why? Because I'm living in the kingdom. The kingdom of God is at hand. Yeah. I told you guys this. My dad as he is just preparing to go home has forgotten a lot of stuff, forgotten, you know, I got reports that, you know, there's some days he remembers to eat, some days he doesn't remember to eat. Some days, you know, I saw him, they sent me a picture, and he's in a chair now, a wheelchair. And and all I could think about, though, was when I was with him during the Christmas break, and I would talk to him, he may not have remembered me every moment that I was next to him, but everything out of his mouth was so kingdom. When this life is over, I'm going to be on the other side. I'm going to be with Jesus. I'm going to be on the banks of the river. Everything out of his mouth was Jesus. And I saw a life fading away here, but I saw an eternal life rising up. I saw the glory of God rising up. Hallelujah. The promise of the Lord Jesus. Right. Yeah, it's sad. But what makes me happy is the promise of the Lord. I can live in the regret. But no, 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 no. I'm not going to live in that. I'm going to live in the kingdom of it. Hallelujah. The kingdom promise of it is when this light is over, I'm going to spend eternity with Jesus. Yeah. So he says, repent from that time on. See, my, well, Jesus, what was he teaching on? Repentance. What was Jesus teaching on? He was teaching on the kingdom is at hand. The kingdom is at hand. What's amazing is I, as I begin to really uncover this, I realize that, that we do a lot of teaching and preaching on a bunch of stuff that we don't need to teach and preach on. It sounds good, point one, point two, point three, or, you know, the history of this and the history of that. That's good stuff. We should dive into the scripture and know it like that, and I love it. And you should take time, even with your family, to dive into the scripture. But really, the only message we need to be teaching is the kingdom. The kingdom of God is at hand. Well, what is the king? To repent and let the word of God change you. From the inside out, so that we're living a kingdom principled life and nothing else. Where our focus is just on Jesus. Our focus is on his righteousness and who he is. 
our focus is on the redeemer. It's not on the point of this and the point of it. And you know what? I got to say this. Many of us pastors and preachers and teachers have made money and millions off of the back of Jesus. Because we're always writing another book about how to get to heaven and never telling people to go to the book. Why? Because we've allowed what we want to supersede what Christ has already given us. He is my hope of glory. Am I telling you don't write a book if God inspires you to write a book? No, write a book if God inspires you to write a book. Am I telling you not to write a song if God inspires you to write a song? No, write a song. I do believe God is still speaking to us to write. God is still speaking to us to sing. God is still doing those things. But... The key to heaven is the word of God. And when you put this down to pick up something I have written, then you are backwards because I have no heaven or hell to put you in. But the Bible says, search the scriptures because the scriptures will reveal eternal life. Hallelujah. So the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, hallelujah, is what we're praying for. So when we say, God, let your kingdom come, what are we really saying? Go to Revelations 21. Go to Revelations 21. I want to show you this because this blew my mind. Revelations 21. And we're going to start at the 21st verse. It's talking about heaven and how it's going to look and what it's going to be. But look at the 21st verse. It says, and the 12 gates representing the 12 tribes of Israel, the 12 gates and the 12 gates were 12 pearls. This has been New Hope Radio, a ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship. You're invited to worship with them at 22110 Montgomery Street in Hayward. Services are held Sundays at 10 a.m. For other service times and more information, see New Hope Christian Fellowship online at nhcfonline.org. That's nhcfonline.org. Join us next week at this time for New Hope Radio here on AM 1100 KFAX.